a martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, Paul, 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 I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. All right, it is Black History Month. Hey. And uh, we're finally done with really hard to find Japanese movies. Now on to really hard to find black African-American martial arts movies. Uh, I mean, there's, yeah. we, have a, we have a lot to choose from. But again, uh-huh. like I mentioned in our uh, last episode, uh, yes, there are lots of uh, martial arts films starring African-Americans. But does it fit our format where we like to break <laughs> down the fight scenes? Yeah. Well, okay. We are wa- watching and discussing Black Belt Jones today, which is considered the first full-fledged African-American martial arts film, I think. Uh, as far as I can, <laughs> I can find on, on, in terms of my research, uh, do, did my due diligence, try to find out if there's any other film that predates what Jim Kelly did for African-American movie experience in terms of like martial arts representation. And I think he's the first, uh, you know, like obviously everyone knows Jim Kelly from Enter the Dragon, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, he played that the supporting, I guess he like played shared screen time with Bruce Lee. But here we have what is considered the first, right? So why not discuss it? And also because I think his other movies are not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> I, I watched Hot Potato, which is uh, uh, an older film. I think uh, after Enter the Dragon, he got signed to the three picture deal. First was Black Belt Jones, yep. then it was Three the Hard Way, which I was looking into, but I didn't watch. And then it was Hot Potato. And Hot Potato had a lot of fights. And I was debating, okay, should we talk about Hot Potato or this one? But uh, Hot Potato was very, very bland. Uh, very, very boring. <laughs> and the last fight is ends an- anticlimactically. Whereas the fight in this one, I think, is at least a nice visual spectacle. All right, I'm, I'm glad that the movie we're talking today isn't bland and boring and, <laughs> and all those things you said. Yeah, uh, even though it's considered Jim Kelly's best, I mean, I would consider it his best. Uh, I mean, like, what, what do you have to, to stack up against it? A tattoo connection, which we briefly talked about last year, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't even want to talk about again because it's, it's even worse than this one. Um, we have that, and also we have Three the Hard Way, which you mentioned, which, you know, uh, Jim Kelly also shares screen time with, uh, Fred, uh, Fred Williamson, Fred Williamson and Jim Brown, who are both NBA, uh, not NBA, wow, NFL players, so I don't even know what the hell, you know, that movie's about, or, like, what you can really get out of that. Uh, so yeah, the, here's a full-fledged movie about Jim Kelly, you know, well, with Jim Kelly starring in the role, kick, supposedly kicking ass, and, um... We kind of get that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we I would say we get that. He is definitely kicking ass in the movie. It would be very odd that they gave this man a three-picture deal and he's not doing what they expected him to do considering the success of Enter the Dragon. Yeah, uh, the black exploitation genre was just booming or fledgling at the time, right? So after Bruce Lee passed away and also his movies and his popularity just skyrocketed overnight, 
the black exploitation genre also kind of just jumped on the opportunity. So they started introducing kung fu into their movies as well. And that's where Jim Kelly came along. And, you know, Robert Klaus, who directed this, you know, also also directed Enter the Dragon. They uh, they were just like, hey, let's capitalize on it. Jim, Jim, you've been in this. You've been in one of my movies already. Everyone knows who you are. So here we go. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly what I assume why this movie was made. Um, and after this point, I feel like Jim Kelly's career just kind of like his movies just got significantly worse. Uh, I mean, if you well, look at it, Tattoo Connection. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's a shame because you just didn't have very interesting writing going on with the plots yeah. of these movies. Very, very simple. He is a guy who knows martial arts, so he gets sent in for reasons to do something. And he uses martial arts to, you know, obtain his goal, pretty do much. Do something, Zero. What is the something? What is this movie about? <laughs> oh, man, this, this plot is so overly complicated. It, is it really? Okay, it's not... No, yeah, okay. It is. It, yeah, it is. It, it, okay, I, I keep I always do this. I always say like, hey, sure. it's not that complicated and I so, start explaining So explain it. it to me, Will. Explain <laughs> this part. All right. So Jim Kelly has a he came from a dojo and that dojo uh has to pay has an IOU you know, the the dojo master has an IOU that he needs to pay back to his landlord or whatever like the black mafioso mm -hmm. boss and the black mafioso boss also has his italian mafioso boss i don't know <laughs> that's so weird to explain it that way but yeah like he reports to him um and yeah so he's being blackmailed or yeah like blackmailed uh, well he's being pressured into selling pressured, yeah. the the property that the dojo is on because mm -hmm. For some odd reason, the mob wants to build a rec center there, mm -hmm. which actually sounds like a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which, you remember more of the plot than I do. Yeah, that got me really confused. Like, yeah, we're going to build this rec center. Get these guys off the property. I was like, oh, maybe they should buy them off the property. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, uh, and then Jim Kelly comes into the story because uh, the dojo master gets murdered. Oh, spoilers. That happens like, 20, like 30 minutes in. Mm -hmm. um and also there's like a female character uh i forget her name honestly doesn't really matter uh she actually kicks some uh, ass in the movie too yeah sydney who sydney. is the daughter of pop bird who is the mm -hmm. dojo master we are speaking of yeah uh played by gloria hendry and i will say uh she was probably the standout for me in this movie uh jim kelly plays it very very straight very smooth but you could easily just forget him in this movie like he, he doesn't really do anything to stand out i would say gloria hendry she was definitely like you know wisecracking shit talking kicking ass almost <laughs> it almost made me feel like they probably should have kind of consolidated her character into jim kelly's character because i i remember her more than jim kelly in this movie well the whole point of her character is so she <laughs> they could have that really awkward fight scene on the beach yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> we can, we'll talk about that later but yeah it's it's a very sexually driven fight scene that is very dated by today's standards because according to this movie uh women are meant to be chased and you need to fight for them and you literally no, fight you need them to, you need to fight them <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you need to fight them in order to make love to them and also you have to cause a bunch of collateral damage along the way 
But uh, yeah, fuck that, up some guy's guitar. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so we have Gloria Hendry, like you mentioned before. Um, yeah, and and you know, obviously we have Jim Kelly, and I didn't really know much else of the of the crew. I, there are some standouts. I remember, like, I can see some faces that actually did show up in other movies that I have seen, although they kind of just like float in my head. I don't really can't really like name them off the top of my head. Um, sp- speaking, the one example being the Dojo Master. Like I've seen him in other films. Um, Scatman Crothers. Yes, yes. That uh, name is very, very familiar. <laughs> it's it's so distinct. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Scatman Crothers. He was in The Shining. Yo. Halloran. Oh my God. That's, that's where. That's what it was. I was like, why does he look so familiar? It's like I, I've seen this guy before. Ah, okay. Well, I'd rather watch The Shining <laughs> because like the both movies are droning. And they take a long time, but at least The Shining builds up to something here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, let, let's not beat around the bush. Obviously, we can just get into the movie because uh, I, we, we kind of just explained the basic gist of the film, right? There's really not much else to it. Uh, it's just yeah, they're, they're kind, there's a war going on between the, I guess, the black mob and then the mm-hmm. dojo who Jim Kelly is helping out mm-hmm. and there's just a back and forth. And then it all culminates into a big Kung Fu battle. Zero. Like all these movies. Could do. you tell this movie is a comedy? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. Did you laugh? But it was unintentionally funny during certain moments. And I mentioned this to you uh, offline. Mm-hmm. So, uh, One of the things I noticed is I think Jim Kelly was trying to make a, how do I, how do I put this? His battle cry? He was trying to make like, yeah, like a battle cry. Like he was trying to make noises that went along with, I guess, his character or to, to brand himself. Let's say that. So when you think of Bruce Lee and you see his movies, you know, you, you can listen to it and you know that's Bruce Lee because he was making distinct noises with his moves and with his martial arts. I have a feeling maybe Jim Kelly was trying to do something like that. Do you, do you, do you think? Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's so obvious he was trying to do that. I don't remember him doing anything okay. remotely like that in Enter the Dragon. Although, I think his mm-hmm. role in Enter the Dragon is actually very minor. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, we're capitalizing on the fact that you know Bruce Lee just died. His popularity skyrocketed. So let's, let's try to emulate him in certain ways. Because I think that a lot of his choreography is kind of lifted from what Bruce Lee did. Although... It's a lot simpler. It's significantly yeah. simpler. It's a lot simpler, and it's not shot as well. <laughs> so, but 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 going back to the like auditory language. So Jim Kelly is making. It sounds like he's okay. Oi. So yeah, Oi. I was gonna say. <laughs> do you think Black Dynamite, uh, you know Michael Jai yeah. White's character, lifted the noises from this? Movie? I think so. So uh, one thing okay. that I, I uh, my, oh, I can't believe we're talking about Black Dynamite again. Um, so I know that Michael Jai White said that in order to tap into the role, uh, he's he didn't he's not playing the character of Di- Black Dynamite. He is playing the character of a man playing Black Dynamite. So in order, yeah, right, because <laughs> okay. because. Uh, it's kind of like a little meta. Uh, that's why the mm-hmm. movie kind of feels like a little like low budget at times, you know. But it's intentional. So the idea is that Michael Jai White is playing a f- football player, uh, playing a movie character called Black Dynamite. That's why it looks mm-hmm. this little hokey. And that's how I feel with Jim Kelly's acting, because <laughs> it's like it doesn't feel like the character. It just feels like here's a here's like a poorly trained 
act no poorly trained actor slash martial artist playing this character that's why you, like when you said like his acting is a little wooden at times well you didn't actually say that but i'm interpreting it that way uh that's well, why for, for me it feels more like jim kelly is just being jim kelly mm -hmm. as i mentioned earlier he's yep. kind of forgettable he's he's not really doing anything to draw me to him as a character because i think he's just being himself yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's why that's why Gloria Hendry really stuck out for me because she actually feels like the, like the actress is is really getting into that character. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's it's I don't know. It's just Jim Kelly. I, I, like, what, remember when we watched Tattoo Connection? Because I don't. Because <laughs> uh, well, like, he didn't have. We were drinking a lot. That's yeah, true. He didn't have a character in that either, from what I remember. I think that. But but if you think about it, though, like Bruce Lee was very similar in that he was he was best when he was playing characters who were just him. Mm. I think that's sure. what they were trying to do with Jim Kelly, maybe because, you know, like they didn't trust in his acting ability. Yep. They didn't want to give him anything too difficult. You know, he's and and that's fine. You know, he's just smooth talking guy, very, very chill, very nonchalant. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even think he ever has any emotions besides just like, all right, has, yeah, let's go. He has smiling, not smiling, and oi, those are his <laughs> only facial features. Okay, so just just to go one more thing on the on the auditory language and the unintentional funny, <laughs> in addition to the ooey that he kind of does, he also does another sound that just had me laughing because it was way too similar to Futurama Zoidberg. What like was he channeling the Three Stooges? I don't know. Well, I mean, I, 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 Bruce Bruce made a bunch of noises too. Although that was all in the dubs, you know, people always forget that. Like that wasn't him. Mm -hmm. um, oh, <laughs> like maybe he was like, okay, well, Bruce did did his iconic noises. I need to do something similar. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, okay, guys, listeners, I I need. I think we need to preface this. We are not shitting on uh, older martial arts movies, uh, and we're not trying to uh, shit on Jim Kelly, right? It's just by today's modern standards, like these are things we're, we're noticing, and it's. I feel like his movie is his movies in general are just like they just don't age well. It's very hard to sit through right, them. Right. So yeah. Well, I've, I've I've said this many many times that it's it's a little difficult, especially for me sometimes to go backwards because these movies have influenced the movies I watched first, and so when I watch it, it's like oh, okay, like. I wish they made these fixes or I wish they did these things like in the more current movies that I watch yeah. now, you know, like, you know, a little more streamlined, edited a little quicker. So I'm, I'm forgiving in that kind of aspect. And yeah, uh, definitely not trying to shit on this movie. These are more things I noticed. Yeah, observations. And like I said, it was becoming unintentionally funny for me because I was just thinking Zoidberg, like, you know, <laughs> lobstering away. I'm sure... <laughs> But it's Jim Kelly. <laughs> I'm sure Jim Kelly didn't take op <laughs> uh, inspiration from Futurama. I'm pretty certain. Well, he couldn't. <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> so on the train of like kind of shitting on the movie, but kind of not. Uh, when the reason why I know this movie, like before we even start discussing it, was because the first fight scene of the movie actually showed up a lot in like in those compilation videos on YouTube. It was like the worst fight scenes ever and yeah yeah it would just constantly show up like this would always be a contender like, like it would always be one of those clips and like uh you mean the uh the the opening yes title when sequence. jim kelly that is inters interspersed with yeah but jim kelly would be jumping yeah. out like over some cars and then it's the music i think it's the music that people like make mm -hmm. people associate with this 
and I like the music. I like the disco oh. funk stuff going on. <laughs> I, yeah. I am not a fan of it. I I no, love disco. Like you, you know that. I dig it. You know I love disco. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's something about those first few notes. Bought up, bought up, bought up, bought up. Like it's like that. <laughs> ah, like, what catchy. is that? It's very it's very memorable for me. Yeah. Because that that's his score. It 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 plays yeah. throughout, and then you know that's that's it's at the end too. So I'm I'm fine yeah. with it. I think my issue, not really so much an issue. It's just like you know the fight is very very simple. There's lots of slow motion involved, and it's well the just whole fight is Jim just Kelly. slow motion, right? Uh, no no no. It, it it starts off slow motion, so you can kind of get the title cards mm-hmm. like you know the flash on screen. You get the the freeze frame. And then it just kind of turns into Jim Kelly, like, tossing yeah, guys. Literally, like, pick, I mean, the guy is pretty tall. He's, like, literally picking up dudes, yep. throwing them mm-hmm. like cars after a few martial arts yeah. hits. Yeah, I mean, it's... Unlike, what, Enter the Dragon, where Bruce Lee had a lot of say into what, the choreography here. Here, we don't really have that. I mean, it feels like the it's it's your typical, your, well, your typical standard uh, American fare. Where it's like they didn't really spend too much time on the choreography. I mean, I don't want to hard, like be too harsh on the film, but you know, a lot of the a lot of what you see in this first fight is kind of like indicative of what you'd see in the rest of the movie in terms of like fight choreography. It's like one punch, and then and then there's a cut, and then another punch, and there's another cut, and there's really no weight to some of these hits. It's like there's the punch will be four feet away from the guy's face, and he is flying. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, we, we've we said this many times. When you have uh, the early American martial arts movies, they weren't really doing it as well as what was happening overseas. Uh, and they just, they were doing what they thought they what they thought right. was right. Uh, so I think I mentioned to you, uh, Zero, that Jim Kelly has a signature move that he does, which he does. Uh, he does that later in the mm-hmm. film. Um, but he has this other signature move I didn't really point out before, it, which is the uh the jackhammer uppercut to the stomach (laughs) yeah like he'll he'll he um he he grabs a guy as he's you know like has his back towards the car and he just starts pummeling at his stomach like in a in succession like nonstop. he does that a couple times in the movie it's like there's like no i I thought you were gonna say his signature move was like the multiple hits to the balls that he performs on what this poor oh yeah oh i don't even know which one you're talking about uh yeah it it happens in the uh, beginning okay (laughs) he has a couple signature moves (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh i mean there are some moments where you can see he's he's channeling bruce right so he he block he blocks and goes 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 for the back fist to the face blocks back fist to the face like that's totally bruce and when i say channeling i'm like it's kind of like off but it's it's fine it's fine you know like you have to excuse it for the time like it's a move a byproduct of the time right right i'm sure it was hey enter the dragon did well let's take every you know as much as we can in terms of the fights and you know kind of emulate yeah, it here right right so uh i think i told you that okay i don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about in this fight because it, it's it's a lot of half of it is fighting and half of it is credits <laughs> half of it is freeze right. frames really <clears throat> Right. Well, I think I th- what I what I guess I kind of, what I kind of thought was funny is it ends on him just shooting the guy who runs away. <laughs> yep. I'm like, oh, that doesn't seem very honorable, but it, you know, it's played as a joke because then all the bad guys are on top of the yeah. cop car, and he's like, "What happened? I was getting my donuts and coffee." <laughs> Zero. I've watched this movie like three times now. I mean, I watched it once mm-hmm. a long time ago, and then I watched it again. Uh, that's why I recommended this movie, which you can blame me for if you want. <laughs> and then I watched it one more time right before we watched this movie. And yeah, I 
I will. I will. I need to ask you a question. What is Jim? Who, what is Jim Kelly doing in this movie? Like, is he? Is he a cop? I don't. <laughs> like to this day, I don't even know what he is. Like, is he just a guy? Like, is he? Uh, he works for the government. I want to say. Does he? I have no idea what his role is. He's like he's he's helping the dojo. Is it because he's from the dojo? Is he? Yeah, yeah. He was originally a. St- it, I believe he was originally a student of Pops. Uh, who he then later went on to do something because people in a high-rise building are trying to hire <laughs> him to get something from the other mafia, yeah. the white mafia, let's call it. <laughs> yeah, because the man is always putting you down. That's that's how they say that mm-hmm. say that a couple times in the movie. Uh, we get introduced our other characters in the film. Uh, the so there's a scene in the a billiards hall, and the, I think I pointed this out to you, Zero, that this billiards hall, I am very certain that if it's not a complete recreation or if it's the same exact set black dynamite took some homage from this uh, particular set yeah yeah when i after you said that i was looking at it and i noticed oh yeah this really looks like the pool hall from black dynamite yeah Yeah, except you know black dynamite's a lot funnier (laughs) (laughs) uh so the set the setup is that one of the I guess, you know, like one of the community, community members comes into the, the, the billiards hall uh, trying to intimidate the black mafioso boss and saying like, hey, stop, stop com- polluting the community or stop doing, you know, doing your evil nefarious things. Stop selling drugs in the yeah. community. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Say the line. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was that thing? Um little little richie little richie is that what was the name of the drug in black dynamite i already forgot the name of it little richie uh, I forgot. <laughs> little richie gives you a little dick <laughs> <laughs> whatever so yeah um uh, like we have this this particular pool hall it, it shows up a couple times so we'll, we'll circle back around to it um so yeah the, the we that's how we get introduced to the the man uh, played by some italian white guys or whatever um obviously they're white because they're italian um and they're they're intimidating the black mafioso boss saying like you need to get the money uh so that's what instigates the black mafioso boss to steal or and try to intimidate the dojo actually the more i say it it does sound really complicated doesn't it yes yes so we have our fight scene in the dojo after the mafioso boss comes in and he's it's basically a brawl it's a brawl. yeah and (laughs) i must my favorite thing about this is the trampoline. <laughs> there is a trampoline. <laughs> well, here. the uh, well, the first time this first brawl, nothing really happens with the trampoline. Yeah. It's the second mm-hmm. time where it becomes. Well, no, they they do dangerous. use the trampoline one time. Uh, they're, they're, that's yeah. why I noticed it. There's a moment that obviously okay. it's a brawl, right? So there's a lot of things happening all at once. It, you know, we can't really pinpoint the choreography too much here. Uh, you get some reaction shots here. Lots of bits of comedy, I guess. Uh, no, not lots, but like small bits of comedy, you know, interspliced, uh, spliced into it. Um, yeah, this is one of those things where they give every character little moments to shine. They get a few moves to beat up one of the bad guys, cut to another shot of another character being a bad guys, and then there's fighting behind right. him. You know, a very simple way to shoot a brawl. It's... Yeah, it's, it's right, fine. Right, right. So one of the it. teachers there at the dojo, um, Fro and Mustache Man, we'll call him, uh, he throws a uppercut, and it, it sends a guy, uh, one of the assailants, flying backwards, and he lands on a trampoline. And I'm like, why does a dojo have a trampoline? Uh, and this will be an important question later on because they don't have high ceilings. 
They don't. So like, what? That's like just asking for disaster. <laughs> it's all yeah. set up well. It's all yeah. Set up. I have more questions. Like just this whole the whole dojo just gives me sets up so many questions. I mean, like again, like you mentioned before, there's there's the comedy. There's the fat guy. Oh, like fat guy trying to get up. And every time we cut back to him, he knock him back down to the floor. He just wants to sit down and yeah, comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's it's of the yeah. time. It's it's not a bad brawl. It's at least it's very clear what's going on. We don't have shaky cam over true. the all over the place. It's not super hyper edited. Right. Like I mentioned, every character gets you know little moments to shine. So I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I think the sound. And then immediately after, we get a scene of girls jumping on trampolines. Oh yeah, they're, wow, they're, they're, it's probably the same trampoline. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Black Dyn outside of Black Dynamite's you know beachfront property, mm -hmm. there are white women jumping on trampolines. Wait, zero. What if it is the same trampoline? <laughs> No, it's not. The trampoline in front of his place is huge. Right, the one fine, in the fine, dojo fine. is much smaller. Yeah, uh, they're, yeah, they're, randomly there's a bunch of women jumping on a trampoline. It doesn't play too. Actually, we'll come back into the story later. Uh, so we yeah. circle back around. Jim Kelly gets uh, re. Well, he like he gets called on to help him out. Uh, you know, like the, since the dojo was just attacked, and then we have a. Uh, well, now the black mafioso boss and his crew come back. Uh, the bad guys come back in the in the pitch of night. Uh, they kind of they kind of try to sneak inside. And Jim Kelly's idea is now to tell his friend to flip the switch on and off the the light switch on and off every three seconds. So we have a <laughs> we have a fight scene every third of a second. <laughs> or however you want to match so it. i i like the idea of this fight a mm -hmm. lot because there is a tactical advantage to this whereas every at least jim kelly knows the timing of the lights so that he knows when he's going to be able to see the person so he can attack lights go off and you know it, and and yeah it's just a tactical advantage right in terms of cinematically mm -hmm. how we're watching it it's it it's like it's happening in real time we're literally just watching the lights turn on Jim Kelly punches a few guys, the lights turn off, and then you get the verbal dialogue of people like, who hit me? What's going <laughs> on? The, Where those, is that's my That's not my hand. That's, those are my balls. Yeah, like literally, <laughs> like dialogue strips straight from the film. There's a moment where, well, I mean, the reason why they're doing that is because some of the, the mafioso boss has a gun in his hand, and, you know, he fires yeah. and he accidentally hits one of his own men because it's too dark. Uh, there was one moment where the light switch comes back on and Jim Kelly has a hat on. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, yeah, I, I noticed like, what, that. Why? It's not addressed at all in the movie, like not even a little. Like if I, if I just heard a voiceover say like, hey, he took my hat. Or like, hey. That'd be, that'd be cute. That'd be cute. Yeah. Nope. It, it's just random. He's like, oh, he just has a hat on now. And then the lights come back on, uh, off and on, and he doesn't have it on anymore. It's like, well, was that an outtake? Right. <laughs> what was that? I, I kind of wish this fight was edited a little faster mm -hmm. i think it could have been fun as like this frantic kind of thing where the lights just keep on going on and off and he's constantly in a different position and just like beating up these bad guys have you ever seen the movie uh, a bittersweet no, life it's a korean uh, gangster movie mm -hmm. and it, it reminded me this this reminded me of that movie because there's this scene in the movie where the main character he's sitting on his couch and he has the the, the switch for his uh -huh. lights and he keeps on kind of turning it on and off just kind of randomly sitting there and then when he turns it off you hear like footsteps okay and then when he turns it on he's surrounded by guys uh. and then they all kind of dogpile on him and he keeps on hit he keeps on hitting the switch because you know he's tussling 
and it becomes really frantic and you kind of just see glimpses of them fighting mm. and i was like oh that's really cool you know like it, it kind of it kind of worked with the, the setup yeah. i was hoping something like that was going to happen here but i understand this is kind of older yeah, so they're playing they're playing it very soon yeah i mean they're also working with the budget i guess i mean i put budget i don't know if budget's like really the biggest hurdle here but yeah they're working with like their their constraints i guess because the uh, I will say there's a lot of usage of uh, really bad prop glass in this movie <laughs> because the way that this ends is uh, one of them just says like, hey, I'm out. And he just hurls his body outside the window. <laughs> and it's, it's like almost like comedic timing. I actually can't tell if it's it's supposed is meant to be funny or not. He's like probably supposed to. Yeah, be. well, he hurls his entire body through this glass. I put I put glass in quotations. And then everyone like leaves like like and they start to uh, bottleneck around the the opening because you know like almost like a Three Stooges skit. And then that's it. That's the end of that that sequence. And then the next scene, uh, the dojo master gets killed, and we have a funeral for him. Uh, so when Pop Pop Bird, mm -hmm. the dojo master, dies, I was very 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 surprised. I I kind of thought he was gonna be a bigger character. Mm -hmm. Or at least have more screen presence. And the way he dies is very, very odd. Oh, yeah. He gets punched to death. <laughs> no, he gets punched in the face once and he just falls. Like, yeah, like, uh, I, I wish they, like, punched him in the chest maybe. So, like, he, you know, you could say, oh, okay, he's old. He had a heart attack. But, yeah, he gets popped in the face. And then you just see his eyes and his mouth open. And they're like, wait, what? Uh, it, it's, <laughs> and then he's dead. It's that artery that's in the middle of your nose, you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> When you get punched really hard, there you're out. You're you're gone. It's it's connected. It connects to your heart. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's the the face artery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So at the funeral, we are introduced to uh, Gloria Hendry, like we said before. What's her name? Sydney, uh, the character Sydney. Um, yeah. So she's playing the tough as nails, like I don't need no man character, uh, female character, uh, which I am all for. I actually like that kind of character in my yeah. movies. I don't like what they do with her later, but again, we'll, we'll, we'll get around right, to it. Right, right. So, so just to rewind a little bit, the funeral had me cracking up because- Most funerals had me at cracking the, up. Yeah, yeah. At the, at the wake or the procession, uh, his students are doing katas <laughs> up on stage where the body is being presented yeah. to- you know the onlookers yep. and i was thinking oh my god this seems in such bad taste but hey maybe that was in his will <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like scrubbing through it like i don't know why but like i re i remember vaguely i knew that jim kelly stood out amongst all the the people performing katas because he was once a student so it makes sense if they're gonna do something like that he should be doing that too but in my head, uh, because I watched it a long time ago, when I was watching again, uh, I was like, "Wait, this scene looks 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 different from what I remember." I remember he he was doing katas, but he didn't have a shirt on, so he was like <laughs> at the funeral performing katas half naked. <laughs> Are you like thinking of like two separate movies and just like, probably? <laughs> I am getting older, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, Sydney um, is told the whereabouts of where the, the billiards hall is, so she goes there, and she, I guess she suspects that, uh, you know, the black mafioso boss is the reason, what was his name, Quincy, or, no, Quincy, Pinky, 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 Pinky Quincy's the little boy, or the, the younger yes. kid who uh, gets kidnapped later, so Pinky is the, um, the mafioso boss, and Sydney suspects that he was the one who is responsible for her father's death. So uh, she goes there to basically just ruffle feathers and beat up a bunch of dudes there. And I will say, I think her choreography is actually pretty good. You know, she strikes her poses 
very well. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if she's a trained martial artist or on-screen fighter. You can see that she's kind of stiff with her movements, like her her like you know when she does the chops, yeah. like her arm is like super locked in that ninety yeah. degree pose. But that's that's okay, you know that's very forgivable. Yeah if it's somebody who doesn't, you know, regularly practice. Right. But the actress is fucking ferocious. You know, she's really selling uh, the hits. And she's, yeah, she's kicking ass. Right. I, I mean, she drops the F-bomb before she beats up all these guys. <laughs> and then it's kind of funny because she's, she's kind of opening up her skirt. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of like, wait, what's going on? But then you realize it's because she's throwing the hot yeah, kicks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she, it, you know, she needs to be able to yeah, perform, have yeah. that moving. Right, way. right, right. Yeah. yeah well, like, as far as I can tell, like her background is mostly in modeling. I mean, I don't, I don't really mm -hmm. know. Maybe she has a dance background too. I mean, it always helps have right. some sort of choreography training, you know, uh, in terms of performing choreography. And here, uh, I will say, hers, her performance is actually probably better than Jim Kelly's. Or like maybe, maybe in a way that I like, I. <laughs> find more entertainment out of her choreography <laughs> i don't know what it is she yeah so she beats up a bunch of people in this billiards hall the same billiards hall we talked about before that looks like you know the one in black yeah right. exactly um yeah so she delivered like she really sells those kicks in my opinion yeah yeah she's ferocious i like it i like it a lot i wish it was longer and it's it's pretty short but the fact that i wanted more it's just you know it's just telling that okay i think she did really right, good in this right. scene so it's oh man you know if we really want to break it down because we gave more of a ge general synopsis of how the, of the movie the better way of like, breaking down this movie is like uh, and then the dojo does this and then the black mafioso does this and then the black do and then the dojo does this and it's like they just keep trying to one up one another kind of right it's it's literally a back and forth yeah. between the dojo's team and the you know the black mafia's right. team or the black gang yeah. whatever and if we were to describe it yes that's exactly yeah, what it it's be. actually well i can see how they can get kind of repetitive so the black mafia so kills the, the dojo leader uh and then then the that so the dojo sends the daughter to beat them up or not really but you know you know you know what i mean the daughter beats them up yeah. and then now pinky is hires uh recruits a new martial artist uh, onto the team and then right he he hires a bunch of thugs yeah. to then retaliate you know they keep have to like you said they have to keep one up each, uh, each other so now the thugs go to the dojo and hey look there's that trampoline yep, again. there's that trampoline oh my god it's the greatest way to start any fight scene <laughs> Uh, yeah, now you, I give, I'm giving you the honor of explaining it because it's, it's fantastic. What happens, Zero? <laughs> well, the martial artists at the dojo are kind of on this high after first beating up, you know, the Pinky and his bad guys. So one martial arts participant takes it upon himself to rush these new thugs, and the thug literally just picks them up, throws them on the trampoline, and then his head goes through the ceiling. <laughs> If if he can do that, if his if he can jump off of a trampoline and smash his body through the ceiling and somehow get wedged there, I don't know what kind of ceiling that's that's made out of, what material that ceiling's made out of. Um, you probably shouldn't have a trampoline at all inside your dojo because you don't have high yeah. ceilings. That is very very true. You know, uh, yeah, and then uh, obviously the the the. The turning point of this uh, in this movie is that like now the mafioso boss has better fighters, so like now they're beating mm -hmm. up the 
the dojo uh, members. I love how like we have a mixture of all different kinds of belts here. Um, it's like they're mm. all tra- training in the same class. I don't know. You know that the heavy bags that they have in this room look like they weigh nothing. <laughs> Do you see the way that they push them around? Like yeah, they didn't yeah, have zero kinda, weight to them. They're yeah, they're like filled with helium. <laughs> yeah. One of them looks like they're made out of um like cloth. <laughs> like mm-hmm. or like cheese. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say I like this brawl a lot better than the first mm-hmm. brawl. This one feels a lot more chaotic yeah. because they're adding a lot more prop damage. Mm-hmm. They're throwing guys into a lot more glass. You got glass getting broken over people's heads. And it looks like there's more on-screen yeah. fighters. So when you have something in the foreground, you at least have more fighters in the background, making it feel a little more chaotic. Yeah, yeah. So I do like this one a lot better. Right. The fat guy now redeems himself because now he's using his belly slam to keep on ricocheting this one guy back and forth between himself and the wall. I was like, hey, look, mm-hmm. there's that comedy again. I mean... Oh, I like I like the... Um, the one detail that keeps on the recurring detail that keeps on happening with Pinky and the I O I O U. Oh yeah, it keeps going it, higher. It keeps on going higher and higher. At first, it was like a thousand dollars. Then it was eleven hundred. <laughs> then it was forty one hundred. Like you can see how he, yeah. how somebody would be changing the, the writing to to make it fit. I was like, ah, oh, it's yeah. kind of clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, thought, I thought that was cute. Uh, he, he's supposed to be like a scummy character, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Zero, I. This one continuity error, one beef I have with this movie, which is in the sure. in the dojo, there are posters of Bruce Lee all over the place. And then my brain's like, wait, in this universe, Bruce Lee exists, which means Enter the Dragon exists, which mm-hmm. means if they want to go see that movie with Jim Kelly, they're like, wait, why is he there? Jim, are you telling me something? Do you know something that we don't? And it's like, I don't know. I don't know who that man is. Yeah, whatever. It, 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 it's just like, anytime I see something like that, I'm like, that doesn't make much sense to me, but okay. And then, uh, yeah, so like we said, because the dojo got attacked, and then Jim Kelly gets yeah, informed. now they have to retaliate. Yeah. Jim Kelly gets informed, so he's at home, I guess, or like on the patio with uh, Sydney. And once he gets informed of, uh, you know, that he needs to go there, she asks, uh, oh, what should I do? And he literally says, go do those dishes as if it's supposed to i'm like oh yeah that's right this is like an early 70s movie yeah that's that's what i expect to hear from our protagonist i mean she gets her shot in literally by shooting up the place and says they're done like hey there's comedy but also that was sexist so (laughs) (laughs) whatever i love that moment that was great because yes he you know he hits her with some sexism and then she literally shoots the dishes i was like perfect that's perfect you know like she could have she could have did some sass talk, but the fact that she shot the dishes with the gun, I was like, okay, that's yep. that's just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. But just, I, but then remember, he's our hero. <laughs> so I was like, ah, it kind of makes me <laughs> l- like that's him less true. now. Uh, so now Jim Kelly recruits those white women on the beach uh, for this very elaborate plan. Oh my god, this is like, this is like trying to be mission impossible it's more like mission ridiculous (laughs) yeah yeah i couldn't think of uh yeah something clever no (laughs) no it's just ridiculous uh yeah uh it's elaborate how about we just leave it as that there's a lot of little steps involved there's like a grappling hook there's uh trampolines involved there's attaching 
Oh man, there's that there's that setup I I remember from I, I know that they do in Mission Impossible, but like I think of more of like The Simpsons where um, they just play a tape over and over, and it looks like you know uh, like they play play tape over and over for the cameras, but it's actually not actually happening. You know like what's happening live. So yeah, um, they get the women on the trampoline to jump up, attach a photo to the front of the camera, and it looks like you know there's a static image of the uh the environment. environment exactly. Yeah. Um, Oh, it's God. I, yeah, it's all just ridiculous. So one thing I wanted to point out is when the girls on the trampoline are first introduced in the movie, I thought, okay, this is going to be, you know, I guess, eye candy. They're going to do something, you know, kind of trashy, maybe. Yeah. yeah, provocative. And it actually doesn't happen because I guess I'm thinking of the 90s and girls on trampolines <laughs> from... You know, the man show and just putting, you know, very yeah. large breasted women and just seeing bouncing. But it never gets exploitative of them. They're actually just there to do their because job. he wants to use their skills <laughs> because they know how to jump on trampolines. It's it's very odd, but it's sincere. Yeah, yeah. that's one more, uh, you know, one more benefit to the character. It redeems him for being so sexist in the last scene. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so aside from the elaborate plan, there are moments of fighting here, and I think yes, they're because they're they're like storming the base right now, they're trying to get something from something. Well, I forgot well the what. story is they're they're here to steal the money, like steal their money to give to the mafiosa boss, and who will the mafiosa boss is going to use that money to give to give the back. people he stole so from, yes. Yeah, yeah, they're stealing the money to basically give it back to yes, them. Yes, yeah. Um, so, yes, we have Jim Kelly here. In Everyone's wearing these robber masks, you know, the ones that conceal your whole head. The, the black, black ski yeah, mask. Yeah, the ski mask. Yeah, exactly. I call them robber masks, yeah. Um, and yeah, there are moments where you can tell it's actually Jim Kelly doing the choreography. For the most part, it's him. And then there are other moments where it's clearly not because he's doing front flips. He's doing like back somersaults and everything. Um, unfortunately, the credits, I don't think he's the, the person who, who did the performances. Uh, the acrobatics was credited. Uh, I didn't see him in the, in the end credits there. But I mean, yeah, like if you didn't know any better, you would think that Jim Kelly was doing all that stuff. Because like all of a sudden, like this performance, like, whoa, Jim Kelly can do like it moves like twice as fast as he did before. <laughs> <laughs> um but jim kelly does do one bit of acrobatics that uh is his other signature move which is a whole bunch of butterfly kicks in a row and three yeah to be precise in this scene yeah. and yeah i liked it you know it's it's something different yeah. it it kind of breaks up the very simple choreography of you know uh bad guy coming towards me a couple hits take him down turn around another bad guy coming towards me I mean, it falls under that line of, hey, I'm encircled by men. How do I take them out? Okay, I'm going to butterfly kick all of them one at a time. Sure, you're thinking, why aren't they moving? You know, getting out of the way? <laughs> why aren't they moving? Did he did he throw down some sort of like uh, time stop item to <laughs> freeze them all in place? And now he's doing the butterfly kicks. <laughs> Who knows? Well, once you see the first guy get hit, hit, you're thinking, oh, wow, that was impressive. Uh, second time, you're like, oh, no, that looks painful. Third time, you're like, maybe I should get out of the way. <laughs> but apparently, no. It's more like third time, maybe I should get out. Oh! <laughs> 
So once I get inside the warehouse, uh, where there's, I guess there, there's like vats and vats of whatever. I assume that it's like a winery or whatever. Um, yeah, whiskey or winery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a moment where Jim Kelly does a side, like a hook kick, and he turns around and does a front flip. And the front flip itself is enough to knock someone down. It's like, there's no kick, there's no punch, it's just the front flip. And it's like, what? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I noticed that because I, I like that bit of choreography because he was originally getting punched in the edit. So he kind of, he jumped up into like roll. a roll on the ground, yep. kicked the guy, and then I was like, oh shit, it's still going. It didn't cut yet. And then he does the front flip. And I was like, whoa, that's all in one take. Yeah, that's pretty that's good. Great, yeah obviously you can't dispatch a guy by just doing a front flip there was probably supposed to be some sort of move there mm -hmm. but i was like oh you know what that's okay that's, fine, yeah. Yeah, that's okay yeah they got it all in the one in the one take so i was like bravo mm -hmm. that looked good yeah so like once when, when they're outside jim kelly's taking on uh, a whole bunch of people as he, they're trying to escape right and i i don't mind this part you know like honestly if I'm a, I'm, I think this is the best fight of the movie, actually. You think? Okay. Where it's just, where it's just a simple stuff of him, like guys kind of coming at him at different angles, mm -hmm. and he's just kind of taking them out because at least it's all in. It's not wide. It's American shots. He's getting cut off at the ankles mm -hmm. or the or, or the shins, but there are longer moments yes. of choreography where he's just, you know, kidding, kidding, yeah kicking people and it's not cutting on every hit yeah so yeah. i was very very happy for that right i mean one thing that's good about this movie is that we actually don't have a shortage of fight scenes right because in the next yeah, true in the next moment jim kelly is now giving the money to oh i guess that's one thing we left out as a detail was that one of their friends got or the dojo students got kidnapped uh mm -hmm. so they want to go give the money to them in order to take him back Obviously, the, the the trade is not doesn't go swimmingly. So you know, like Jim Kelly, Kelly gets it's held up and he gets punched. And Sydney Gloria Hendry comes to save the day, uh, saves them all, and then Jim Kelly kind of fights them. Very, it's not even really fighting. It's more like he he throws one chambering sidekick in slow motion, and then a whole <laughs> bunch of shit happens simultaneously with that. And then a guy gets knocked out the window, and then Jim Kelly's out of there. <laughs> And then we yeah, was, they were going for style in that. Yeah. I didn't like that they kept on editing so you could see what was happening outside. Just show us the whole slow motion. Yeah. You know, it would have been fun like that. Yeah. So we have like we have a one on many fights inside of a train or a train, train car. car. Yes. Yeah. And it's just one by one. Jim Kelly is just karate chopping them and shoving them through the windows. Mm -hmm. Now your brain might go, hey. There is a lot of unbroken windows that he keeps shoving them out of, even though they don't move. They're in the same train car. There's like 15 of them, but there's only eight windows. How are all of, yeah, the, okay. how are all of them going through bro <laughs> unbroken glass? Doesn't make any sense, but whatever. <laughs> it's okay. So I, I like this one too, because there's, you know, you get environmental damage. Mm -hmm. The choreography, yes, it's very, very simple, but I like that. You get the environmental damage. He's throwing every participant is going through either the right side or the left side window in all these cuts. See, what when I was think when I was watching this movie, I kept thinking, yes, the the fights are, you know, very, very simple. That's okay. I was thinking also though, oh man, this setup would be good for a remake. Yeah. You know, just kind of update the the martial arts, yeah. make it, you know, a little more exciting, more modern. This could be a cool train fight where he's, you know, 
he, it's another one on many, but he's throwing them through the window right. and it's the choreography is more complicated, more, like I said, modern. Yeah, I don't like, yeah, I, I don't mind this this fight scene. Uh, I just don't like the way it ends. <laughs> like, I made my complaints yeah, that, before still Yeah, stand, that was kind of weird. So they kept, you know, they set it up where it's just him and this one big guy. And you think, okay, now we're going to have a one-on-one. -on -one. The guy's, you know, more of a tank, so it's going to be a, maybe a slower fight. <laughs> and then they just kind of cut away, and he's through the window? No, it's not cut away. It's, it's the black, the big, big, bulky black guy who is the, the, the supposed final one of, of, the, of the assailants. He, at first, I thought he was in a slow-mo shot putting his body through the glass, but it's not. He's just literally pushing his head out the glass. <laughs> And then he going yeah. into a resting position, almost. It's weird. Yeah, like almost as if like he got knocked out of there. But he's like, no, he's he's forcibly putting himself through that glass. And as he's doing, as he's literally still moving, Jim Kelly's already coming out of the train. So I'm like, so is he doing that by himself? Well, I think they were implying that Jim Kelly hit him and then he walked out. Oh That's no! That's why I said it was a weird abrupt cut. No, zero. I think I I think I get it now. I think I get it. I think he's. Okay. I think what's actually happening is he's actually he's faking his own injury. He's faking his own injury so he won't have to take on Jim Kelly, and that's why Jim Kelly does like that little like you know like yeah cool, uh, and that's why really I think so. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's a bad joke. Like the joke does not work. I don't even understand what they're going for. But if I had to guess, I I don't think it's that. But sure, we we can always we sure. can always speculate. Yeah. Let's move on because it doesn't even matter because that was mm -hmm. yeah whatever. And then we have our beach fight scene, which we mentioned before. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's I mean, weirdly in bad taste, but it's, it's entertaining, but also in, like for the wrong reasons. Right. It's it's playful. It's kind of interesting because it's in this one shot, and you can tell it's a. Uh, I guess it's um, it's being shot from from afar, so it, the the film is like a little grainy, yep. and they're they're I think they're dubbed in. Yep. Well, they're at the beach, uh, so I, but, I assume so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's kind of like this flirtatious thing where he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna get you," um, you know, like we should we should do this, and she's like, "Oh yeah, well you're gonna have to da 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 da." <laughs> well, and then he just ends up chasing her around the beach, and it's supposed to be flirtatious and kind of romantic and spur of the moment well, and she's but she's like kind of fighting him off at the same yeah, like time she's so. like actually punching him and, and like kicking him in the stomach and then he's like right. all right well right, like well don't quote me on this she's like oh, all right woman like you you're gonna get it now <laughs> and then she's like oh no she's like running for her life i'm like this is not okay this is completely not okay like you should not be intimidating this woman like that and then like at first i feel bad for her and then it turns into me feeling bad for everyone else in the in, on the beach. They like they grab a random guy's guitar and they just smash it on a post. Like she's she was gonna use that guitar to attack him. I'm like yeah. that's that's not okay. <laughs> this is like an extremely abusive situation. And then he, there's like a guy with a balloon on the beach, and he just goes. He, Jim Kelly just goes up to them, and just punches all of them until they all pop. And, yeah, and those. They were in front of a large group of children, so I'm assuming that the balloons were for the kids. Yeah, and they all run away so in you just, fear. <laughs> you just ruined some kid's birthday. <laughs> and they also ruined some snoo-snoo because they go underneath yeah. the tent, and then these two people just run out of it. And then the, I'm, I'm sure it's like these two naked uh, couple, this naked couple comes out and like, 
and they're just they they're obviously running away because in their mind they're like oh no black people we can't be here <laughs> and so they just run away you said that not me <laughs> this is the 70s that's not me whatever mm-hmm. and then they just take the tent and they have snooze stew under the tent well he's trying he tries fighting her first and then he hits like the pole that's holding up yep. the tent and then it all kind of collapses down they're on top of each other and she's like well i guess you got me I guess you get to have sex with me now. Is that considered foreplay? I don't, I don't know. It's all of it's just fucked up. That's martial arts foreplay. <laughs> so what now? So what? Uh, yeah, and then we have a. I don't really like the. I don't want to talk about the cars. The the car chase. I'm, I don't think it's, yeah, it's worth fine. it. I don't know. Like you can mention it. I am not a big car chase person. I've never been like unless it really does something really stand out. And involving a lot of stunt work. Here, there's no stunt work or like nothing mm. really grand. It's just uh, all this yeah, work. It's fine. It's, you know, it's very, very simple, very clearly shot, yep. at least. You know, it's not fucking shaky cams, yep. zoom ins, the fades, and all this mm. annoying stuff. But yeah, this so this this is where we get our final fight now because they are dri- they're driving into a uh, waste facility where there's mm-hmm. all these garbage trucks yep. and a car wash. Which is our last final set piece. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you would think that this would be a terrible setup for uh, a final fight because of how goofy the, the idea is. Hey, let's have a bunch of sudsy foam all around the set and have a, our, you know, like our quote unquote very manly fight going on here. Uh, it, that, it's, it is kind of silly, but it actually adds an element of like. Like an obstacle for all the characters because they're fighting in rather ob- a very obscured vision for some of them, and mm-hmm. it actually kind of makes it look a little unique uh, in a weird way. I, I love the visual of this actually. I kept thinking, mm-hmm. "Wow, I am surprised nobody has done like a modern take on this mm-hmm. because the what has happened they kind of I guess fuse out the car wash yep. and now suds have basically engulfed the whole floor mm-hmm. and they're. Every time, like, somebody throws a kick, you get the suds that fly everywhere. If there is a guy who was underneath the suds and comes up and, he, like, he throws a punch, you know, suds everywhere. It's a very, very great visual. Yep. And it helps to kind of extenuate the simple choreography. Yes, it's just simple punches and kicks being thrown. But because you get that follow-through of the suds, you're like, oh, okay, that, that's pretty neat. It's, yep. it's something different. And when they, sh- you know, when they shoot it in slow motion, it, yeah, it looks nice. You get the suds everywhere. It's filling up the screen. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, I was just wondering, like, man, like, I'm surprised nobody has just kind of taken this and done it, done on, it, done it modernly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the the setup here is, uh, like, obviously, we have the suds and everything. Uh, so, Jim Kelly beats up a bunch of dudes, sends them all towards uh, uh, Sydney. Sydney will either coerce them or force them into the back of a garbage truck. And then the garbage truck would push them into, like, basically imprisoning them. And in my head, I was just push. thinking, like, don't, don't garbage trucks crush the garbage? Yes. <laughs> I was thinking of Casey Jones and the Ninja, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking right? that, too. Rem- remember how they, yeah. they hit Shredder into the garbage truck at the end? Mm-hmm. He pushes a button, and it crushes him? Yeah. And you see the streak of blood, at least in oh, that Oh, I don't film. remember that. I don't remember that yeah, at all. I, I don't remember I thought, the blood. I thought there was a streak of blood. And in this, she keeps on putting everybody in one by one. She hits that button, and it looks like they're getting crushed. Yeah, I kept thinking, like, are we just condoning murder now? Like, yeah, kill them all. <laughs> like, yeah, but that funky soundtrack is playing, so ba-da, there's nothing wrong ba-da, here. Ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. <laughs> yeah. 
the so yeah we it's weird because we were introduced to these better martial artists early in the film right like that's what the pinky his character he uh he hired some extra goons that are supposedly much better fighters but they don't even they're like just regular henchmen against jim kelly yeah they don't do anything different unfortunately yeah uh so this fight actually is kind of long i will say that it does evolve a little bit because he does get weapons at some points he gets like double collie sticks and then he gets like this rubber tubing that he kind of uses like nunchucks Mm -hmm. but not really Mm -hmm. But this, this, I feel like this is kind of the very similar to the Michael Jai White movie where he's also infallible. Mm-hmm. Like Jim Kelly never really gets hit yeah. or hurt in a fight, he just kind of defeats everybody. Even here, he's not really taking any blows, it's, so <laughs> it's just you know, he's just invincible. Yeah, yeah, I, I like, unlike Michael Jai White has a lot of power behind him, Jim Kelly will, uh, you know, like, then that's why his choreography I wouldn't call him simple, but like, like, you but you actually believe it. Jim Kelly's more like. He, he, he hits someone and they're stunned. I mean, that's actually just the byproduct of the time. You know, it, it's it's much simpler choreography. It's like they're, they're stunned by like, oh, I can't believe I got hit. So they're just bracing themselves for the next hit. <laughs> yeah, and that's why it makes it feel like Jim Kelly's choreography feels a little bit more unrealistic by today's standards. Mm-hmm. But I, I can see at the yeah, time, yeah. It, it's like it's revolutionary, kind of. I don't know if I want to use that word, but yeah, like it's more, it was more passable, permissible. And I don't I don't mind that type of choreography though because it kind of makes sense to me if you were hit suddenly like I think some people might kind of freeze up because they're just shocked from the blow the, but the fact up. that every single person does it you kind of start to notice it yeah yeah so we obviously have the non-fighters in at the end of the fight right so we have all the mm-hmm. mafioso bosses uh, who enter the fight they are not even fighting they are just like Imagine being they're just, a, they're just covered in white sud, you know the, yeah. the the foamy suds. So, yeah, again, it's it's a fun visual. They can't fight, but Jim Kelly is just you know knocking them out, yeah. you know sweeping the floor with them. Yeah, it's just how do we set them up so that they are pushed into <laughs> the next garbage truck? So they're crushed into their death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Jim Kelly does his. Uh, he doesn't do three kicks he does four how, how do, yeah how do you one up yourself from earlier just add one more butterfly kick uh it's it's an interesting visual because i watched this fight scene a long time ago again since i watched the movie a while ago and i, I don't i didn't remember how we got to the end i just thought they were in like the winterlands or whatever because i was like why the ha-? but then i thought like why is jim kelly wearing nothing in, like, <laughs> must be in a bunch of snow yeah but oh it's, right, it's not snow right um yeah and then everyone gets captured inside the garbage truck and then the cops come and that's the movie and that's the movie yeah, yeah. Hmm. interesting it, it, it's it's the way to end the movie because that's exactly how that's it's the way to end the episode because that's exactly how the movie ends um yeah black Di- uh well, i was gonna say black dynamite uh black belt jones is jim kelly's most famous movie it, is it I, I think so well you know, okay. we, we can't count enter the dragon right um this is the only movie i believe where he is playing the starring role and he doesn't share the the screen with anybody else in terms of billing um so and i i think you know for to start off black history month is like well we should probably start with the one that's probably the most iconic name i mean we have some other contenders uh for Mm -hmm. martial artists for this month but uh yeah i thought why not talk about jim kelly why not talk about Black Belt Jones? Even though it's, I don't think it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah why not yeah, talk was, about it? <laughs> right right i was i was kind of uh we were kind of talking about this offline like uh, i'm pretty sure we have similar sentiments about the movie but it's not like it's not like it's a bad movie it's not like i hate it it's, no, it's just not. uh it's not that entertaining right. so um, well, for me personally, I I, I mean, I, I I looked it up and I saw some people commenting on it, and yeah, a lot, I I seen a lot of people who love this movie. You know, it just it's because they saw it when it came out, and yeah. it's of that time period. So yeah, so I, I was gonna say that that's the rose colored glasses coming on, and me, I actually try to put them on as well. I'm like, okay, I can understand how influential a, a movie like this is to a. Uh, you know, a, a black youth in in the seventies, and like you know, because you don't you don't, at the time you don't have many strong black uh, role models in in cinema, and to see one doing kung fu or karate or whatever, or any sort of martial art is like that's that's empowering, and I get it. Um, but I mean, now it's twenty twenty one. Black Panther was what three years ago, or whatever mm -hmm. it was. Like, watch that. <laughs> Um, and I, I hate to, I hate to be that guy to say that because, uh, you know, like, but you know, like in terms of like action, I, I can understand how it was influential at the time, but like now, now this movie, unfortunately is very dated. Uh, even when I, even though I am appreciative of this, appreciative of this movie, I can't help but feel like, man, how far we've come and this movie does not hold up. Um, but there are things to appreciate. I do like that, you know, Jim Kelly, has moments where he is shining his martial arts prowess. Oh man, is that it? I think that's it. I don't have anything else to point out. I was, I was gonna be like, I was gonna list at least two or three more things. And I'm like, that's it. I don't think his acting is that great. I don't think the story is all that intriguing. The comedy kind of works sometimes. Uh, uh. I will say this movie for me is a lot more bearable if you watch it at slightly faster speed. If you could, if you could do it, just like maybe crank up the speed by like 1.02 or three, just. It's something about that the the speed of this movie just doesn't really get me. Um, yeah, I don't know that that's that's ah, I don't I don't want to shit on this movie anymore. I feel bad for shitting on it. Uh, I don't hate it, like you said, but it's yeah, it, it, how far we've come. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the fight scenes. I I just would say check out the fight scenes by themselves because I don't think the movie is that great. Zero. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, kind of similar sentiments. Um, I, I'm kind of focusing on the things I liked. I thought Gloria Henry was, was pretty great. Mm -hmm. It's a shame that uh, she doesn't really get too involved in the last fight because I liked her first and kind of only fight scene, minus the, you know, sexual assault <laughs> fight scene that she kind of had. But uh, yeah, I thought she was great. She, she actually kind of steals the movie for me over Jim Kelly. Mm -hmm. And uh, one thing I noticed, um, the character Pinky, he has he has this moment where he starts doing this kind of uh, I don't even know how you would call it. He starts kind of doing like a rhyme, like a spoken melody. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I feel that Black Dynamite also referenced that with the character Bullhorn. No, Bullhorn I think is a um, is a reference to uh, uh, Rudy Ray Moore. Uh, Rudy Ray Moore, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, okay, I, I can maybe stand maybe, it, yeah. maybe that maybe this movie was referencing Rudy Ray Moore then. Yeah, maybe. Actually, I don't know the timeline. I think Rudy Ray Moore, I mean, he, he was like making movies until like the... Uh, well, actually, I don't know. I don't know his prime. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. like, okay. I, I can see what you well, mean, though. Like, they, they do yeah, that, when like, I, that when I heard, when I heard, yeah. 
Yeah, when I heard him doing that jive talk, I was like, oh, I wonder, is that where Bullhorn came from? No. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Right, I'm pretty okay. sure it's more of Rudy Ray Moore because Rudy Ray Moore, like, he does it, like, every movie. Like, uh, where, like okay. here is like, okay. gotcha. I feel like the Mafioso boss only does it, like, once or twice. Um, right, right. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Noted, noted. But, um, yeah, uh, unfortunately, the movie is kind of slow to get through. Um, I did like the the fight at the at the mob boss's place that had some fun stuff and some silly stuff with the girls jumping on the trampolines and all the really low tech mission impossible. You know, it, it's fun. It's yeah. it's very fun. And then while the choreography is very simple in the last fight, I think that the visual is really really nice with all the suds and everything. I, I I'm very honest when I say like, oh, I think. That should get a modern day update because I I think you just have you kind of have gold there. It's it's they created a really good visual that I think if you did it today, like probably another uh, filmmaker could probably shoot it a lot more interestingly. Sure. Huh. You know, I think about that and I don't know. Like, do movies would movies even go for something so simple anymore? And and like I think of action set pieces that are created uh, in today's standards. Like they're always like bombastic. There's like explosions and fire in the background. And here we're suggesting, hey, just have a bunch of bubbles and soap all <laughs> yeah. strewn around the screen. <laughs> well, you got to end on the big visual or you got to end on the big fight. I yeah. think you could have a really fun fight with bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> that that needs to be in a comedy, though, I feel like. Right? It has to be an action mm. comedy. I, well, yeah, like, you can't like take a, it seriously. Uh, yeah, you can't have John Wick rolling around in like the car wash. <laughs> <laughs>